adding more um, kind of functionality and features and ideas around collaboration and how how our users um, collaborate with their teams to communicate out into their, their customers or their clients or whatever is um, a, a huge focus for us. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Behind the Experience, where we give you an inside look behind the people who create the product-led experiences that we love. Each week, you'll get inspiring new examples, hard-earned lessons, as well as proven strategies from experts. This is your co-host, uh, Ramley John, and today I have Kai. He is the head of design at OpenPhone. Now, OpenPhone brings your business calls, texts, and contacts into one delightful app that works anywhere. So, Kai, good morning. Well, good morning where you're at, but for yeah. me, it's good afternoon. How is things with yeah. you today? Morning for me. Yeah, I'm doing well. How are you? I am doing great, and I'm super excited. I've been a big fan of Open Phone for some time. I've, uh, I have another podcast uh, for marketing, and uh, I interviewed your the co-founder Darina for that for that show. Nice. So, uh, and there's obviously the Canadian Connect. I'm Canadian, and <laughs> for people who are tuning in, where are you calling? Uh, where are you tuning in from? Or you're joining this call from? Um, Kai, uh, Sydney, Australia. And it's super early there. Super, super. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, very, very early. <laughs> Appreciate your time here. And um, we'll make sure to bring a ton of value for people who, who are tuning into this episode. You know, one of the first things that uh, I love asking is around, you know, what, what does success look like for new users of open phone? I'm guessing it's, you know, setting up a call for the first time. What, what How would you look, take a look at that? Uh, how would you define success for users? Yeah, so... Um... We, we look at a few different things. Um, I, I think an obvious one is like everyone starts with a free trial. So converting to a paid plan is obviously, is obviously a good indicator. Um, but other than that, yeah, we look at people who um, invite their team. That's really important for us because we're, we're, we're building a product for teams. Um, so if, if people invite the team early on, that's a good indicator that they, they could be around for a long time. Um, and also just core features, you know, uh, sending messages and, and, and making calls and also receiving messages and receiving calls. Um, and we just look at the kind of the, the, um, the amount that, you know, a kind of a user would be kind of doing in the first few days, the first month, the first few months. Um, so, uh, those, those are the main things we also, um, we, tend to kind of try and identify types of users. Um, and we, you know, success for us as a, as a company, um, there's a certain type of user, um, if they are using open phone for nurturing relationships, um, or if they're using open phone mm. to, uh, to respond to inquiries as a team, things like that, uh, that that's kind of seen as success for us um, versus someone who might just be using it for a personal use, which is fine, but it, we wouldn't be kind of seeing that on the same level. Um, or even people who, um, you know, want to use it just kind of just a kind of batch message or even spam. Obviously, that's that's not a good thing. Uh, so we kind of look at like the trends of of how people are using our the um the app uh especially early on and so yeah and there's other things as well but those, those are the main ones that we kind of look at early on that's really fascinating so what i'm hearing and and uh, you know for people tuning in, i just want to zone in on this so you mentioned that success looks like depending on their their goal is for open phone you you talked about like if their goal is to nurture customers uh more the customer success team it's totally different from a team that is using it to do do anybody sign up for open phone to do like outbound calls? Like, is that even a thing? Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, they do. Yeah. And, you know, there's, there's, there's a gray area. So, mm. you know, you know, we, we, <laughs> we have, um, we have some businesses that they might on the surface seem like they're kind of being quite spammy, but then we dive into it and they're actually, they're not. Mm. Um, so we have some automated ways of determining and scoring people, but then also we have people behind the scenes actually checking the stuff. Um, so it can vary, you know, people can be, um, using open phone for interesting ways that we didn't consider uh but that that's okay as long as they're not um you know kind of been been um spammy. Uh, too spammy uh sp spam is an issue unfortunately in in, mm -hmm. in our world so and we're giving phone numbers away so we have to be careful and kind of yeah. responsible around that stuff yeah that, make, that makes a, a ton of sense. and the other thing that i heard you mention is around teams uh success for teams that is more than one person is different from one from somebody who's using it for personal, you know, there's a team of one, <laughs> they're a company yeah. team of one. Can you talk a little bit more about that? And I, for context, I believe open phone is built for, for teams because that's when yes. the true power open phone is, is, uh, is seen when multiple people in a, in a team in a company uses it. Sorry. Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, we, we make it very easy for people to sign up. So you don't have to sign up, um, with your whole team from day one uh and we don't we don't uh you know we're okay essentially if people sign up on just on their own and over time invert the team i think land and expand is a very powerful way of mm. of kind of growing uh and so we want to make it as easy as possible for rather than top down um you know someone at the top having to make that decision for the whole business uh we allow people it just you kind of you know on the ground like who are doing the work to just sign up for a free trial, test it out, maybe invite one or two of their coworkers and over time make make a case for the whole business. So um, yeah, pe pe we get a lot of people, I would say pretty much everyone signs up just on their own. Um, and we have an option in our onboarding to invite the team. Uh, I don't have the numbers off the top of my head, um, but it's quite common for people to just sign up on their own try it out and then over time invite more people so we have a time frame that we look at you know we don't if if someone signs up day one and day two they're still a workspace of one that's okay so we just mm. look at the time scale of how long it takes a user to go from one to two to five to ten etc um so so um yeah it, it's um it, it's quite common for people to sign up on their own yeah it makes sense i love i love you pointed it out the line expand usually before I invite my team members, I want to make sure that I'm comfortable with it so that I don't look like a, a fool <laughs> to my to my coworkers. So I, I love that strategy, like not being not forcing or not uh, being so pushy about hey, make sure you add your teams, Ramley. Add yeah. it now. Go, go do it. <laughs> I could, that's what we're exactly. gonna get into first in terms of uh, experience uh, 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 um, for signing up for open phone is you know when when these people sign up for the first time, uh, and this is interesting, I guess this is what you mentioned around, you know, uh, for people tuning in just via podcast, there's a screen that says, welcome Ramley. And then there's some uh, words there. And then there's a, a two buttons for my team or just for me. So I guess as people are signing up, you really want to, uh, you know, figure out exactly you know, how, how you're going to, you know, who is signing up for here right from the get go is, is, is what I'm hearing. Yeah, for sure. And um, even if you choose just for me, it doesn't it doesn't kind of like block you out of any functionality mm -hmm. later on. You can, of course, still vote your team, but it just affects the next stage of the onboarding. So, oh. we, you know, if you if you if you say it's for my team, then we ask these questions around around just getting a bit more insight into the into the type of business they are. Whereas if you just say just for me, we skip this whole step. Um, so we kind of lose some of that insight, which is why we want to encourage people who are intending 
to use it for the team, even if not right now. Uh, we like to ask those questions. And so that's why we have that, that prior question there. Do you use this, this information here? You're asking for, you know, company name, you know, your team size, your industry, and, you know, I'm, is this something that your, you know, your sales team uses or you, you use, um, you know, or will it, is that something done more of the pipeline uh, you're talking about? <laughs> So both, I would say, uh, we definitely use this information now. Uh, our marketing teams can use it and our growth teams, uh, our CS teams definitely use it. Um, and we just from an analytical point of view, it's very useful and, and kind of um, handy to kind of see the types of industries that are coming through our pipeline so that we can kind of, you know, give that information to our marketing and kind of content team. Um, so we use it in a very a different, uh, a variety of different ways. Um but uh, we, we also have more plans in terms of mm -hmm. how we use this information, but also other types of information we can grab, not just in onboarding, but maybe other parts of the product as well, um, just to give us as much insight as we can, you know, on the types of users that are using our product, mm -hmm. what kind of features uh, different types of users prefer, uh, because we have different buckets of users, I would say. We're very, obviously, horizontal. Uh, we're, not, we're not kind of focused on one niche. Um, so, yeah, we, we, um, this is like... A, a kind of a, a first stage of like grabbing that information nice. and and using it, but yeah, like I said, we have more plans in the future to to kind of do that's more cool. with it. That's good. That's good to hear. I want to move on to now the the, the what you mentioned around spam. You know, you're giving people numbers here. <laughs> you say hello to your temporary yeah. number. People can select port over the number or pick one, and then mm -hmm. I, I feel like that's what, one of the reasons why you you probably ask for a credit card upfront just so. You know, that's, yeah. it's a valid reason to, you know, if somebody hasn't did a credit card, they won't be able to create a bunch of free numbers to, to you know, start scamming people potentially. So is that, is that true here where, you know, this is the re one of the reasons why uh, as a business strategy, let's make sure to ask for a credit card upfront. Yeah, absolutely. There's actually a few steps in the onboarding uh, that are predominantly there to, uh, add a bit of friction. I think in our business, we don't have the luxury of sign up for email and you're in, um, you know, uh, so we, we have, we have to be responsible because we're, like you say, right. we're giving away phone numbers and unfortunately people use phone numbers for the wrong things. Right. So, um, yeah, so, so, so we have to add a bit of friction. We're still thinking around creative ways essentially that we can do this, uh, so that we are, um, having enough friction, both both what you can see and also behind the scenes, there's actually things happening behind the scenes as well to kind of check what's going on, um, to kind of try and stop spammers and forward. Um, but also we want to make, we want to continue, uh, to have this experience be as easy as possible. So there's, there's definitely like a balance that we're trying to find. And sometimes we'll push one way, sometimes we'll push the other way. So this is going to be an ever evolving thing. Um, but yes, that, that is, that is definitely why the credit card, um, uh, portion is in there. Make, that makes a ton of sense. You know, you we you don't want bad. What do they call it in the news? Bad actors or bad, bad, bad people bad to, to yeah. end up using <laughs> your phone number to do malicious things. And I, I totally see that uh, limiting that. And when somebody does enter their credit card, I, I would have to say this is one of the favorite things I've seen. Welcoming somebody to the product is such a critical moment. And what uh, what open phone does is there's. This confetti just gives me delight. I don't know why. <laughs> you know, for people tuning in uh, via audio, again, once you put in your credit card, is this uh, inbox clear? You're in the product now. But from the top of the screen, there's like a bunch of confetti that falls. Was this there from the beginning, this confetti? Or like, where was it? Somebody's like, oh, let's add confetti because it's fine. 
Yeah, so um, no, it wasn't there initially. Um, I stole this idea from Loom. Uh, yeah. I don't know if you know Loom's, uh, they have this Easter egg keyboard shortcut, which I love. Yeah, and just one day, from the top. Right. Yeah, exactly. And, I, and one day I kind of, um, I kind of used it accidentally, I think, actually. I was doing a, trying to do a keyboard shortcut. And in, in, I think I was in Figma and I was trying to do a keyboard shortcut, but I was recording my screen. And it popped up and I remembered and I was like, oh, that's so cool. And then I just, mm. I was like, we should just steal that, you know? Um, so yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's nothing, it's nothing um, revolutionary, but I, I thought it was just, it would be a cool, a cool kind of detail to add in there. I, I wonder if anybody has like, um, have you heard from like customers or users that like, they love this because if not, I'm telling you now that this is just gives me like, a, you know, like it's been a long day and just seeing, Something like this just cheers me up, <laughs> mm. even though it's something so small. Is that something you yeah. heard from other folks? Yeah, definitely. Uh, I mean, we, we hear a lot of great feedback from our customers all the time around different aspects. And I think, you know, on the topic of onboarding, uh, we definitely hear a lot that it's, uh, even though there is friction in place because we have we need some of it, uh, it's still a relatively easy process to get in and you and to to kind of a couple of steps and you're in your workspace and you can invite your team and you can you know have your phone number and you can share that phone number with your team. It's it's very it's a very easy process to get in and so um, yeah, our customers definitely appreciate appreciate um, the, the you know the the attention we've put in there so far. I like it. And then when somebody has seen the confetti drop, there's like this message that pops up on the screen is from open phone team and then uh when i clicked on it there's a message that's pop up hey ramley welcome aboard to this is an automated text though this is an automated text we're fellow humans here at open phone and always happy to help if you have any questions there's a link to the support team i thought this was also genius because uh, you know once again to welcome somebody to a product is a very critical moment because it's like welcome somebody to your house you want to make them feel at home make them feel like they are they are welcome and not like oh here's a bunch of things you need to look at so how did this uh, evolve and how do you see uh you know something like this evolving uh in the future so th this was one aspect of the app that was in there before even i joined so it was mm. very it was a very early idea just from uh darina and mahia the other co-founder um so i can't take i can't take credit for this one <laughs> um but uh uh yeah I, I think it's it's definitely a nice detail um it's very simple obviously right now um but um yeah i can't talk too much about what we want to do in the future um but you know, again, on the topic of onboarding, you know, once you're in the product, uh, onboarding doesn't end there and it shouldn't end there. Mm. So uh, educating our users on on the core aspects of the product mm. is very important. So we have lots of ideas there on how we can improve this even further. I like it. Yeah. And one thing I love about this is it's very clean. Like, you know, when people think about onboarding, they think about product tours, but something so simple as confetti and a welcome message like this is just so much more effective than uh you know like doing something in your face <laughs> and mm -hmm. just driving it so that's one of the reasons why i really love this experience is it's clean it's direct and i know what what i need to do to uh to continue getting value from from it with that is that something that you're also hearing you already mentioned there's a lot of things that you're hearing from other customers and users and exactly probably what you're hearing as well is that is that right yeah absolutely i mean there's definitely a balance again, though, because, mm. uh, we, you know, some users, they jump into a product, like I, I myself, you know, when I jump into a new product, I'm, I would say I'm quite tech 
tech savvy, right? So I just love to just dive in and just explore. Uh, whereas other users definitely definitely need more handholding. And so um, kind of trying to find that balance is is something that, again, we're continuing to to think about and look at. Um, and I think, um, I think there's a happy medium that we can find, uh, our customers, um, especially our bigger customers. So again, if, if someone signs up or if they go straight, straight through our sales team, they actually have an onboarding, uh, kind of manager that helps them mm. and kind of directs them on how to use the app. So for bigger teams, they do have that help if they need it, that kind of educational aspect, like with a real person. Um, but I think we need to solve that for smaller teams or people who don't have the time to jump on the call. Uh, you know, how can we kind of start to educate the user on on other aspects? But again, like to, to your point, how can we do that without cluttering the experience uh, or kind of being too in your face? So um, yeah, we have some ideas around that. So we'll, we'll, we'll continue to explore. Awesome, that's good to, that's good to hear. And I guess that's, um, you know, while you you've been working on this, um, you know, for open phone for some time, is there anything that you have been surprised with? Like, for example, you're expecting the results to be something, but it was the opposite, or you know, just something that you through through your experience, like you were expecting something, but you know, the opposite was the thing that happened. Yeah, definitely. So, um, talking about friction, um, there was some recent. So you you'll notice on the credit card page. It used to just be credit card, no no billing information, um, and then um, for uh, various reasons, we had to include billing information. We were actually uh, required mm. to. It, um, it's it's too complicated to go into, but we basically like we had to make this change, um, and this was quite recent, maybe a few months ago, maybe. Um, and I was very worried about that change because it was one thing to ask for credit card during a free trial. And it was another thing entirely to have like, you know, a kind of five, six kind of field right, forms yeah. for, for billing information, right? Um, so I was very worried that this was going to hurt our, hurt our um, signups, hurt our conversion, um, but it actually didn't have too much of an impact. Um, and that was something I was very surprised by. And I guess it made me realize... Um, you know, sometimes a bit of friction is okay. You know, if anything, yeah. it weeds out the bad actors, as you say. Yeah. Um, and, you know, if someone has high intent, within reason, uh, they're going to, they're going to put a little bit more effort in to, to kind of get, get, get the results. Um, so that was very surprising for me. And what, and what it made me realize is we have, um, I wouldn't say loyal because people haven't signed up yet but there's almost like this this loyal intent if that makes mm, sense um and i and it must be i don't know how we have this maybe it's just through our brand and our website or we're just lucky i'm not sure but um uh, yeah that that was very surprising for me that it really did not affect our conversions that much i mean i mean it's been a few months so we'll see how how, how it trends over time of course but um yeah that that, that was That's i was very worried about that and and that was not not nearly as bad as i thought it would be that is super interesting. I did not, I would, I would have been with you or like, Oh, let's add mm. like, you know, like six, I forget address, you know, state country, uh, you know, your zip code or your postal code. And I would assume that that would hurt conversion, but that is an interesting, fascinating, uh, observation, uh, in terms of, uh, in terms of what you want to try off next, what are some things that you can share? And it might not be necessarily for the onboarding experience, but it could be mm -hmm. for, you know, what are you excited to, to, to be working on next for an open phone, uh, that you can, you can share to the audience, uh, without us having to sign an NDA <laughs> necessarily. Um, there, there's so many things that we're working on, um, 
it, way too many to list off and some of them we want to keep close to our chest for now mm. um on on onboarding like I, i've kind of i guess touched on a few things but we're you know it's it's an i think for every company it's the same thing really but it's an ever evil uh kind of evolving uh process you know you're constantly testing things and trying things out and experimenting and trying to improve the process um so there's, there's a lot of ideas we have both during kind of the sign up part of onboarding and also once you're in the product like i said we want to do more around education mm. um and, and kind of teaching our users our new users how to use the app the core features so that's one thing uh and you know as, as a business and as a product we um are very focused on collaboration team collaboration like i said at the start you know success for us customer success for us is any user that has intent to be to, to sign up for their team even if they start off just on their own um and so adding adding more um kind of functionality and features and ideas around collaboration and how how our users um collaborate with their teams to communicate out into their their customers or their clients or whatever is um a huge focus for us um and also um integrations is is going to be big for us next year we have a few now we have salesforce we have hubspot uh we have zapier we have slack um so we we we've we've got a few of them uh but we really want to uh push that uh we also have webhooks as well but like having our own api is something we're looking at and um yeah just kind of really pushing the integration game next year uh to really allow our customers to connect to all the tools that they use and just like really reinforce and compound that that kind of power that they have is is a big thing for us um so i can't talk about any specifics unfortunately um but yeah those are some of the things that are that are um are very exciting that are coming up soonish that's awesome thank you for sharing that i really do appreciate it in uh, one final question, where can people find out more about OpenPhone and where can people find out more about you? Are you on uh, you know Dribble or LinkedIn or Twitter? Like where do you want to send folks to after? Yeah, for sure. I mean, openphone.com is how you can find out more about OpenPhone and we have our blog, you know, we have other links there. Obviously sign up for free if you if you're interested. Um and then for me personally, I'm on Dribble. I, I don't post much these days. I want to try and get back into it. Uh, I'm just, you know, super busy and just never mm -hmm. had time to post things. But uh, you can check me out there. You can check me out on Twitter. I don't really <laughs> post much on Twitter either. But hey, you can follow me. Um, and also LinkedIn, same story. I don't use it much, but, you know, you can connect to me if you want um, and reach out. Uh, yeah, that's about it. Awesome. Thank you so much for your time. Appreciate it. Awesome. Thank you.